Money is such a taboo topic. It has been for decades and centuries, and for as long as we can remember. My mission is to bring forth a new conversation, a different conversation, all about money, mindset, business, and creating wealth for the compassionate, convicted, and connected woman, so that you have the space and the place to begin to unravel everything you believe to be true or not true about money. Welcome to Keep the Change podcast, changing the world one spare coin at a time with Coraline Defroe. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to the episode. Wow, well, I have the next three episodes the next three episodes dedicated for you to debt. So I've called it the debt series today, Saturday, and next Wednesday. This podcast is going to focus on all things debt. Now remember, I'm not an expert. I'm not an advisor. I am just here sharing my thoughts and opinions on the things that I love to chat about. Now, the next three episodes, as I said, are going to be about debt. And the reason for that is because I receive questions daily about debt and what to do and how to move forward. So I wanted to bring you multiple episodes that were dedicated to debt and how we are going to unpack those for you so that you can sit with a cup of tea or coffee, whatever your drug is, with your notebook and take away some things that are going to enable you to move forward and put steps in place and a plan in place, hopefully, to find your way out of debt or the debt that you feel is holding you back. Now, this episode today is with me, me, myself and I, Coraline, and the next two episodes are with guests, which I know will bring you so much value. And whilst I could have spoken about debt just on my own for a few episodes, I feel like it's always really good to hear about things from a different voice. Whilst they might say the same thing as me, they might use different words and it will resonate with you in a way that may not resonate with you if I say them. So I see myself as planting the seeds and then these guests are here to help water the seeds so that it germinates into something of potential for you. Now today in this episode, of course, it's number one, the first episode of the debt series and I want to cover the feelings of being in debt and what having debt can do to you. I say this because of course I have been in debt multiple times good debt, bad debt, and we'll cover that in a little little while. But I, I can definitely say that I know how it feels, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent. And so I really want to explore that with you today. On Saturday, you'll hear from myself and Tanya Cross, and it will really focus on how you can liberate yourself from debt. We're going to focus on the mind, and we're going to focus on unraveling the stories that we make up. And it's a very, very vulnerable episode for me. I'm actually in the hot seat. So say no more, Coraline. You'll just have to wait until Saturday to hear all the goodness. And then next Wednesday, I have my dear friend, Kate Maloney, and her and I are going to cover some tools and strategies that you can put in place on that very day to move forward with debt. So we're really excited to bring that to you and to see how you are able to unwind yourself 
of the debt. And remember that the way that you got here was created by you. So I really want to hone in on that. And and let's focus on that for a few minutes. What got you here doesn't mean and is not necessarily what's going to get you there. And so the intent of this debt series is really for you to own where you've been, to forgive yourself and to see the beauty in everything that has happened to you up until now. There is no need to wallow in the shame and the guilt, which I know are two emotions that are very present when it comes to debt. And so the intent behind this series is really for you to see everything that's happened up until now as a blessing and that it was meant to be. It just, you know, for me, that's where I'm, I'm at. And you'll get to hear that on Saturday. I'm really excited to bring this value to you. I know for me, it's something that I found wasn't around. There's not many forums around that around really that talk about debt openly. It's a taboo topic, as is money. And there is a lot of shame and guilt that comes around when we talk about debt, especially if you owe people money, no matter what type of people, whether they are a family, a friend, a bank, a creditor, a small business, whatever it may be, you know, we all feel the shame and the guilt around that. And I completely understand where you're coming from, but it's really important to focus on what you've learned, how you got here. What was the reason that you got into debt? How did you get here? You know, we don't get here by fluke. We create everything that happens in our life. And I know that I created all of the things that happened in my life. And yes, I carried the shame. I carried the guilt. To some extent, you'll hear that I carried it up until recently. So I want you to be able to see your debt as something that has happened for you and not to you. And I have no doubt that you will take a few nuggets away from each of these episodes. And I'm really looking forward to hearing your feedback and what you start to implement and your nuggets. So if you could share those with me, please do. Let's dive in. Let's dive in. What is debt? Well, in a high level sense, debt is a sum of money that is owed or due to someone or to an entity. Now, some of us like to class our debts in pockets, the good one and the bad ones. And we all hear that all the time. Oh, well, you know, you've got good debt, so don't worry about that. Or you have bad debt. So, you know, let's focus a little bit on that. At the end of the day, you know, it's really easy to label things, whether it's debt or anything else. And I truly believe that you do need debt to leverage because leveraging yourself does help in building wealth. However, for some of us, it's not the way we will build wealth. And so I want you to be very open to the fact that a debt can be good and it can be bad, but it also needs to be managed, whether it's good or bad. And so both of those are important. And it's very important for you to get a handle on the debt that you have. You know, there's debt that I had that I considered good debt that got out of hand and got me into a situation that was less than favorable. Let's just put it that way. So again, you know, you can label whether you have good or bad debt, but if you're ignoring the fact that you're in debt and that it's causing you harm, Uh, whether it's emotional or physical, or if it's getting in the way of building wealth, then you need to address it, no matter the label that you give it. All of the questions that I get around debt are predominantly around the how, and we all know how I feel about how. If you are new to my podcast, essentially, I say that when you are sitting in a how question, 
you are in the wrong mind frame. You are in your mind rather than your body. So firstly, that's the one thing that you should take away from this uh, podcast episode. But also know that many of you are writing to me saying, Coraline, how do I get out of this? I don't believe that I'll be able to build wealth because I have accumulated debt from purchases that I've made that were impulsive, that made me feel good at the time, but I realize now were silly. You may have debt that has accumulated from unpaid bills that have just piled up, whether it's utility bills, it could be fines that you have, it could be car debt that you have because your car was broken down and you needed to chuck a whole lot of money into it. And so then you accumulated a credit card debt. Now, the credit card debt can be from anything. You may have had an investment that went pear-shaped. And I can tell you, for me, all of my debt has been from investment. It hasn't been from credit card. It hasn't been from purchases or from unpaid bills. All of my debt has been from investments that have gone pear-shaped. Doesn't mean it's right or wrong. I'm just being honest and vulnerable with you around the type of debt that I had, in case you were wondering. But the majority of people, there's a it, it says the stats say it's around 88 to 92 percent of people who have quote unquote bad debt are from unpaid bills, credit card debt, and frivolous purchases. Or, you know, for lack of a better word, some of us might deem ourselves to be shopaholics. Now, I feel like that's an episode on its own because the shopaholic is trying to fill a hole within you. Um, And that's something that's definitely needed to fix or to look into rather than fix, which we'll go into the next episode with Tanya Cross. I'm really excited about that. And the questions are that, you know, you have this debt and you're not quite sure how to move forward because you've tried to consolidate the debt. So we know a lot of us are putting three credit card debts into one. You may have 0% for the first 12 months, but then you get cocky, you know, subconsciously or consciously, and you're like, oh, it's fine, I've got time, but 12 months goes by very quickly. And so then you might have thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000 worth of credit card bills that you haven't even really shaved off at, at all in 12 months, and so it escalates. And most credit card debts are around 20, anywhere between 15 to 22%. So it's really high. It accumulates really quickly. So you've tried to consolidate. You say to me that you've tried to change your habits. You're drowning. You don't know which way to go. You have huge anxiety over your debt. You feel guilt. You feel shame. You feel like you're not good enough and that you'll never be able to get out of it. You don't know where to turn. And because of all this, it's become easier for you to ignore it, sweep it under the carpet and hope that surely one day it will just all go away. Surely one day if I ignore it, I will be able to wake up and it will miraculously no longer be there. And because of these feelings, they're enveloping you. They are becoming bigger than you. And you've bought into the story that you suck. You suck because you got yourself in this situation and you suck because you can't get yourself out. I hear you. Trust me, I hear you. And I get it. When you get emails upon emails, upon phone calls, upon knocks at the door, upon solicitor letters because your creditors are not willing to have a conversation with you or a negotiation with you 
Now, for some of you, you may not even be at that step. For some of you, you may not even be talking to your creditors, which, you know, that's not great, guys. If you do owe people money, you need to communicate with them. You need to talk to them about a payment plan. And I can tell you that those those conversations are not easy. I can tell you that when people have emotions involved with their money, well, let's just say it's a cocktail of disaster. It essentially turns into World War Three. Luckily for me, and I'm not sure what it is for you, but luckily for me, I tend to be able to detach myself from those things. However, I'm an empath, and so I feel other people's feelings around this. Am I saying that I can't feel the impact that it has on me? Of course I do. Of course, of course, I have felt the heaviness of the debt. I have felt the heaviness of the shame and the guilt. My ego took a beating. (laughs) And I know that these are some of the things that you may be feeling as well. But what is key is really having a chat to the people that you owe money to. But now I'm really diving into the third episode. So let's just park that for a, a second because Kate and I will definitely be diving into that on the third episode of the debt series. But what I want you to know is firstly, it's okay to feel those feelings. But it's also very important for you to acknowledge why you came here. How did you get here? Everything that happens, so whether you are the person who owes the money or whether you are the person that is owed the money, there is a co-creation that happens in whatever conspired in the situation. I truly, truly believe that. And I know for a fact that in every instance where I have had money that I have owed to someone through an investment, that has gone pear-shaped, everything was co-created and I was part of that co-creation. So firstly, really, you know, have a think about where did you contribute to this? That is very important. Acknowledging that you have taken part in what is happening rather than blaming the other party, as I said, this is whether you are owed money or you owe the money is key. In the next episode, in the second episode with Tanya Cross, we are going to explore what it's, what it looks like to be in a situation where we can observe these things, but see that it happened for us and it was perfect in that moment. It's such a relief to be there. It's such a relief to find that moment. But coming back to how you're feeling and hoping that it will all go away when you wake up. Let me tell you that if you are trying to find the magic potion that's going to make it all go away, there is no such thing. There is no such thing. Some of you email me, text me that you would like to go bankrupt and that you think that that will solve all of your problems. Let me tell you, bankruptcy is not the solution. Bankruptcy does mean that your debts go away but it also means that you are no longer a person. You no longer have an identity. You no longer have the ability to travel. You no longer have the ability to represent yourself. You have to ask for permission to essentially wipe your ass. You also have to make contributions to pay back your creditors, to pay back your estate. It's not that black and white, let me tell you. 
and I know this because I have not gone bankrupt. I was very close to bankruptcy probably some two to three years ago, um, but I have very close friends and um, old acquaintances that have experience and are still in bankruptcy. And as I said, I will remind you, it is not fun and it doesn't make everything go away. So if you are find, trying to find a solution for someone to save you, there is no such thing. And over the next two episodes, including this one, we are going to explore some of the things that you can do. There are avenues to negotiate with your creditors if they are willing. Now, I have been in two different positions where I had creditors who are willing to negotiate. And I've been in situations where my creditors were not willing to negotiate. So I've seen both sides. I can relate. But what I can recommend is that you open the discussion and that you see without attachment of the outcome that you see what the other party is willing to do. Having attachment to this situation is going to fuck you over. At the end of the day, you cannot control the other party. You can do your darn hardest to work with them, to have a situation where there is win-win. Again, I say this from experience. But I also know from experience that when emotions get involved and when creditors cannot see all sides, it becomes very difficult. So my caveat to you is check yourself. Are you emotional about what you're going through? And if you are, are you going to bring these emotions into the negotiation? Again, this is whether or not you are the person who is owed money or the person who owes the money. You may be listening to this and you have no debt, but you have someone who owes you a fuckload of money. Hey, I get it. I've been in that same boat too. And what I know and what I have come to learn is that finding a resolution between both parties is the key. The moment lawyers are involved, everyone loses, except for the lawyer. The moment the authorities are involved, nobody wins. In my experience and from what I always try to do is I want there to be a win-win for everyone. It may not be the outcome that we had initially expected at the beginning of the investment. I share that because that was the debt that I had. But it's really important that a win-win situation emerges. Now, as I've said, I have been in two instances, the first one where there was a win-win for both parties and the second where there was not. And it's been a really interesting journey for me to be able to be in both of those cases and also be the person that is owed money. And luckily for me, I would say that I was the person who owed someone money before I was the person who was owed money, which meant that when I went into the negotiations, when I was owed money, I had such an opened frame of mind because of what I had gone through. So today I really want you to feel into what feelings are you feeling around your debt? Or if you are someone who is owed money, how are you feeling about that? Are you feeling betrayed? Are you feeling shame for potentially giving someone money? You might have given your sister $10,000 and she hasn't given it back to you because she's given it to her boyfriend who splurged on a new car or on drugs or alcohol, whatever that story might be for you. We all have stories around this where we've lent someone money 
or we've invested somewhere or we've overshopped or we've spent too much on credit cards because we were so angry and so it was an emotional release. So really want you to sit with yourself. What emotions are you feeling? Own them. By you owning them, it's the first step. If you are ignoring what you're feeling, getting out of this is going to be a lot harder. Now, I want you to really write these out. Every single thing that you are feeling, write it out because it's going to be very handy for the next episode with Tanya Cross on Saturday. Now, secondly, I want you to go down. We have to address the root cause of the debt. Were you expecting a fantasy if it was an investment? Were you expecting a fantasy by buying something that you would be accepted in a circle or you would be feeling so much better by spending money? When we have a fantasy, we attract the nightmare. And again, Tanya Cross and I go into this more in the next episode. Today, it's really an awareness I want you to see that there is no magic pill. I want you to see that you created this for yourself, so you are going to have to create a solution for yourself. And there is, you know, whilst I understand there is shame and guilt around that, I want you to know that you are not alone. You are not the only one who has lost money before. You are not the only one who has made a bad investment. You are not the only one with credit card debt or unpaid bills that have piled up, but you are the person that can make a choice. You are the only one who can make a choice as to how you look at this moving forward. You are the only one who can make a choice as to how the future looks for you. So you can bathe in the shit, you can bathe in your debt, and you can bathe in the sorrow and the shame and the guilt. You can choose that. And I'm not here to judge. Or you can choose something else and that something else is to move forward, to put your big girl's pants on or your boy's pants on, find a solution, pick up the phone, talk to your people, have no expectation and negotiate something that will work for you. And bankruptcy might be the way for you. I'm not saying that bankruptcy shouldn't be the way, but I wanted to put a caveat that bankruptcy is not the answer because so many of you assume that bankruptcy will mean that you will never have to deal with anything again. And that couldn't be further from the truth. If you're a nerd out there, go and read the Bankruptcy Act. It's some light reading for you. And it's just been updated in 2017. We have the strictest bankruptcy laws in the world. The strictest. And I'm not saying that lightly. It is a fact. It is not an opinion. So I am so fucking excited to dive in this with you. I know that so many of you have been waiting for this. I'm so grateful. Thank you. I hope that this first episode of the debt series has given you something to ponder on, something to think about, something to take away. And please tune in to the next two episodes where we are really going to dive in further to give you nuggets, more nuggets, so many nuggets. It's all about the nuggets, right? (sighs) Ah. I have been wanting to do this for a long time. Obviously for me, there's still a lot of stuff for me around this that is very raw, but I know that the more that I share openly with you guys, the more that you can see a part of you in me, the more that you can see that you are not alone, the more that you can see that there is a way out of this. And what I had wished for myself over the last eight years of these circumstances coming into my life that I co-created 
is that there was never a forum to talk about this. And you guys know that that's what this podcast is about. I just want to talk about the shit that no one wants to talk about. I want to talk about the things that we all find super hard, that doesn't make sense, that we don't know who to turn to. We don't know how to ask the question. We don't know the next steps. This is what this podcast is about for me. This is such a vulnerable series for myself and for you. And I want you to know that there is a way out. There is always a way out and there is always a win-win for everyone. And sometimes there is no win-win for anyone, but that comes down to the choice and the co-creation of the parties involved. And just remember that as long as you have no attachment to the outcome, you can get yourself out of this. I am walking proof of that. Is there still things that I'm working through? Are there still things that are leftovers? Definitely. But you know what? I'm showing up every day. I'm dealing with my emotions. I am choosing to see that and truly believe that it has happened for me, not to me, and that I co-created it. And that just brings me so much peace. If you are in your head about this, come back to your body whatever it is for you, whether it's a run, a dance, a breathing exercise, whatever, the body has the answer. And if you need to cry for fucking 10 weeks straight, then cry for 10 weeks straight. But all I can say for you right now is write the things down that we've spoken about and tune in on Saturday because Saturday's episode is going to blow your mind. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you love this and I'll see you on the next episodes of the debt series share with your friends tell everyone to listen into these three episodes and of course all of the other episodes but definitely these three episodes because I know that they are going to bring so much value and so much peace to so many of you so thank you have you gone to a wealth club before do you know what it's all about well let me tell you Nightclubbing is out, wealth clubbing is in, and I think you should join us because we have so much fun every month digging into wealth creation strategies, asset protection, the principles of building wealth, and let me tell you, the session goes off. We meet once a month. It's kind of like secret squirrels. And if you want to be a part of it, well, you know, I can't tell you anymore because (laughs) secret squirrels. So join us at the Wealth Club. We meet once a month. I can't really tell you anymore other than it's fucking pumping and you should be there. If you want to grow your wealth, get intimate with your numbers and meet some epic women who are also taking control of their finances, then you should join the Wealth Club. Why don't you Wealth Club with me? Doof, doof, doof all the way. Thank you so very much for listening to this episode and for coming along on the ride that is this podcast. The show notes have all of the information you need and remember to follow me on Instagram or Facebook at Coraline Defro to follow along on all my shenanigans. And lastly, subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, share with your friends so that we can all become wealthier together. If you are not already subscribed to my mailing list, I suggest you get your tushy over to my website, CoralineDefro.com, so I can shower you with gifts like I do with all of my people. I just love, love giving. So until next time, let's change the world one spare coin at a time.